And good evening, one and all, and welcome to another edition of Race Time Radio. Two hours all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks, and of course on Rev TV Canada from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern each and every Tuesday night. Yeah, I got a little bit of banged up on my face here. You can probably see it. I got the hair part done, but not the makeup part done for tonight's show. Uh, had a little crash. Fall down, go boom. And I guess my nose was the closest thing uh, that I used for breaks. But uh, I'm okay. I'll get through it. I can guarantee it. Uh, we're in for a good one tonight, everybody. I got a dynamite lineup. Uh, it's the off season, but you never know it around here. Uh, the news is all coming in hot and heavy with schedules all being announced and race teams finding their position and getting some of those plans up and uh, launched. And we're going to get to a pile of them here tonight. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show. Uh, we're going to get things started off with a guy that drives a modified, normally in the Oscar modifieds up here in Canada, but he has been known to frequent New Smyrna Speedway during the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. And again this year, Norm Newman is going to head south with his number 11 car. Last year was a big learning curve for Norm and his 11. I believe he's got all the kinks worked out. And uh, he'll have that Brian McDonald machine just ready to rip when he hits New Smyrna. He is going to be our first guest right up and on the hotline. Uh, then we are going to get off to, i got to move that window over so I can see. How about this big news that just came out, I believe, just yesterday. Uh, we're used to seeing Joe Lawrence up here in the APC series. Of course, past champion of the series. Multiple winner, feature winner, that is. In APC competition, you see him at Delaware Speedway a lot. Joe Lawrence is going to go down and jump into the ASA series. Him, he, he and Brandon Vanderwell, uh, team owner, uh, they're going to go down and give ASA a shot. I don't know whether it's going to be a full tilt season or not, but we're going to check in tonight with Joe Lawrence, and we'll find out what all the plans are for that number 78 we'll even find out what number he's going to be don't know whether 78 is going to be a good one down there or not but we will check in and see i know joe has still got the apc logo tied uh to the maintenance the property maintenance uh company that uh sponsors that machine so we'll we'll find out uh, i guess it's possible you can run both a, a, a apc and the asa stars tour uh but we're going to find out tonight We'll also catch up with a guy that was incredibly busy last weekend at Daytona. It was ARCA testing, two-day test. Friday was a little damp, but they did get some practice in. And then Saturday, uh, they got a little bit more practice in. And the number 55 Venturini Toyota, uh, Tony drives it. Caden on top of the box for that number 55 car, second quick in practice. And uh, those Venturini cars, man, look at them. One, two, three, four, all at the top. And then, of course, our Canadian Amber Balkan is going to be in a Venturini car full tilt this year. I reached out to Amber, couldn't reach her. 
to get her on the show, but we're going to continue to do that and see if we can get Amber to jump on board here and uh, celebrate with all of us that she's got a full-time ride in the Arkham Menard series. Uh, going to be really, really good for Amber, and I'll tell you, she is the real deal behind the wheel. Uh, and having a full season, she's even going to be that much uh, stiffer competition for the guys, I can guarantee you. Uh, so we're going to catch up with Caden tonight. Then in hour number two, we're going to go down to the U.S., right around uh, Mooresville, North Carolina, I believe. And we're going to catch up with Cole Butcher, uh, driver of the 28 in that ASA series, almost won the championship. Uh, he lost it to Ty Majewski, but it was so, so close. Uh, Cole Butcher going to hop on the show and uh, tell us what his plans are for this coming season. Then off to the East Coast we'll go. Mike Ledgewich is the uh, program director for the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Mike's going to join the show. That'll be first time for Mikey jumping on the program with us. And we'll talk uh, Pro Stock Tour. I've even got a question from one of our viewers that uh, got a hold of me early and said, hey, you got to ask Mike this question. And I said, absolutely, I can do that. So we'll catch up with Mikey tonight. And then we're going to wrap up the night with... Kyle Steckley, driver of the 22 up here in APC, of course, the champion from this year. Kyle Steckley also going to be in ASA. That was also announced right at the end of last week, and he will be with Rhett Jones in the 30 cars. So that's huge news for Kyle Steckley and uh, for Rhett Jones. Uh, uh, they're going to be a match made in heaven, I do believe. Going to fit like a glove, as I like to say. Uh, it's going to be incredible. We'll catch up with Kyle Steckley here tonight. But what do you say we get this show all fired up and we'll bring in the driver of that number 11 modified. His name is Norm Newman. What's going on tonight, Normie? How are you, buddy? Hey, Joe. How you doing? Fantastic. In the shop, you got the 11 ready to rock and roll or what? We're close. Uh, we got a couple more bottoms to, to work out with the setup, but uh, we're getting very close to having this thing ready. Norm, last year was a big learning curve for you in the New Smyrna Speedway with the car. You've been familiar with the Speedway, I believe. You've been there a few times without the car. Last year with the car, and I know you and I communicating throughout the course of the week. And, uh, man, you had some bright spots where things were coming, and then, uh, you know, something would happen. But that's the way it goes in the maiden voyage, right? Yeah, uh we had a few issues. Uh, we had some transmission issues, some engine issues. Um, we kinked all that out with a with a brand new Jericho transmission and a brand new Robert Yates racing engine. How much did you need to change this year, Norm, with the race car? You had a decent 2023 on this side of the border, right? Yeah, we ran well. We we're top five car in Oscar all year long. Um, blew a motor at the end of the year and. Uh, decided we'd focus on getting this thing ready and, and take time off and, and work with my nephew with the junior late. And so uh, we didn't finish this, this season, but uh, we ran ran well every, every race we were in. You got the old boy coming with you? Your dad going to tag along this time, or is he staying back? Nope, he's tagging along. Got my uh, mom and dad and my, my brother coming down to, to help us out. Uh, Dale Reinhardt's going to be the crew chief on this. Greg Franklin, Tire Guy, Tyler Hahn, all the boys. 
There's no doubt, Norm, you're diving into the deep end of the pool with these modifieds. Uh, all the best from across North America. Ascend on New Smyrna Speedway for Speed Weeks. Do you plan on participating every night this year, Norm? We're not going to do the NASCAR night yet. Um, we're going to sit that one out, try to learn some more. I'm going to uh, hang out with one of the teams there that night and uh, kind of just grasp the whole how the whole day flows and whatnot. But uh, in the near future, we are going to get into that uh, the NASCAR mod uh, series here. Well, you got a beautiful looking race car. We can see it in behind you there. Uh, what all did you have to change up on this one this year, bud? Uh, new motor, new what? Yeah, new motor. So I uh, started working with David Lewis from Robert Yates there a few months ago. Um, kind of went through what happened last year, things that went wrong. And uh, those guys are amazing to deal with. They're, they're friendly. They're honest. They're, they're just great guys to, to get your foot in the door with, with the bigger mod stuff. And they know what they're doing at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, RPMs, uh, revs, all of that kind of stuff that have such a bearing on how you're going to do throughout the course of the race. What were the biggest takeaways from last year, Norm, being behind the wheel at New Smyrna? High bank, half mile, what did you take away? The speed and the grip is is so much different from what we're running in Oscar. Um it's so much fun. I love driving the thing. Um, it's tough. Those guys, they're the best of the best. Um, but like sportsmanship-wise, everybody there, they're, they're so friendly. They're, they're trying to help to get you to the track, make sure everything's working good. I think they want, they want good racing just like everybody else, right? Oh, for sure. They want to be able to trust you when they're running beside you or around you. They want to be able to trust that you're either going to hold your line or... Uh, kind of be predictable as opposed to being one of those unpredictable unpredictable guys. Uh, it, have you formed any alliances with any of the teams down there? Uh, being as you were there last year, you get pitted beside guys, you get talking. Have you formed any alliances and maybe even a friendship or two that you were able to carry through the summer of 2023? Yeah, mostly uh, Rob Fuller, um, owner of TFR, Troyer, LFR. Um, he's been helping me a lot with setup stuff and and get me what I need and and just point me in the right direction um, just to make make this thing fast. Any chance you hook up with that cup guy that uh, happens to jump into a modified every now and then? It's always great seeing Ryan when he gets in. Have you had any opportunity to talk with him at all and compare notes, so to speak? No, not yet. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be there for the week uh, running the open tour mod class as well so uh, it'll be exciting to, to run against some of those guys yeah. yeah it wasn't so long ago you know junior was down there spotting with andrew grizel and uh we had a lot of canadians down uh for most of the years but one year in particular i remember um andy petrie was back with dale earnhardt back in the day and andy petrie was in the pit area uh, he loves modified racing. He's got his own modified. And uh, he was up in the spotter tower that particular night. Joe Jr. was uh, with Andy, and they spent a lot of time together that week. And uh, they really struck up a conversation and uh, a friendship, so to speak, throughout the course of time. And it, it, he said, Dad, there's a totally different light on things when you look at it through some of these guys' eyes. 
And I wouldn't doubt it, right? They've got so much experience. And uh, that's the beautiful part about going to New Smyrna, whether you're a competitor or a race fan. When it comes to the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing, and this year is the 51st, I do believe, uh, it, it's kind of cool because you never know who you're going to run into. And when they're at the short track, they're just like us. They're there to compete, but they're there to have fun, too. For sure. I find all of those guys super friendly. Um, like I said, if you need something, all they're, they're all top-of-the-shelf guys. If you need a part, somebody's going to find it for you. Yep. How about sponsorship on that beautiful number 11? How are you making out for that? Do you got any room on the quarter panels if somebody wants to jump aboard a modified and oh, uh, you get good TV coverage when you're down there. Uh, is there any room? Well, everything televised on flow. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's completely empty. We got uh, our go kart track up here in King Carton, and uh, a couple friends that just uh, got their name on the car for helping me out. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of room left on this thing. <laughs> well, and it's a beautiful looking car. How would someone go about that? Uh, would they just get a hold of you, Norm, on social media and lay out for us how they'd get a hold of you? Yeah, just contact me on Facebook, Instagram, um, or through text, phone call. I'll, I'll talk, whatever. Um, yeah, that's a, that's about it. How you can, how you can get a hold of me. Yeah, and if you have any trouble getting a hold of Norm, contact me. I'll get you hooked up. I can guarantee it. And it's kind of cool. Uh, I, I would be down at Daytona at times, and I know I've told the story on Race Time Radio a bunch where I hooked up with Mario Goslin when he was running ARCA. We damn near won that race, and there's no feeling like it when you got your name on a race car. Uh, it feels like you're part of that team, and uh, uh, you cheer just that much louder, I can guarantee it. Same thing at New Smyrna Speedway. And you never know who's in the grandstands watching. Uh, it, it's good value to be on one of these race cars, and I can well imagine you'd be able to cut a pretty damn good deal with Norm. Uh, he is one of those good guys, and you don't have to worry about Normie going out there with his helmet done up a little too tight and making a, a, a rear end out of you. Uh, he represents you well, I can guarantee you that. So what's the plans for New Smyrna and then after New Smyrna? What's, uh, what's in the cards this year, bud? Oh, after New Smyrna, if we're still sitting in good shape and uh, cars, cars working good, uh, we might uh, dip our feet into the Smart Tour, maybe North Carolina, South Carolina, somewhere in there. Um, we're going to run Oscar again, uh, probably limited schedule. I'm going to work with my nephew a bunch. We just bought a legend. So he's going to get into that and run up at Sobel a bunch. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun year, kind of stepping back a bit, but uh, help my nephew out a bunch. Hey, there's no problem with that. That's the uh, natural evolution of a race car driver. Uh, where you get in, race, and now you're going to be able to race when you want to race. Cherry pick the events that you want to hit. And uh, do you ever run into Paul Townsend? I know he is big at going down south and running up here and running here and there. Uh, do you ever run into Paulie doing that? Yeah, I talked to Paul a bunch. Uh, we're probably going to go down to Lancaster a couple times this summer. Um, I know Paul likes it there. Um, maybe see what ROC is doing and, and maybe fall into one of those but uh we're, we're gonna stay and do the oscar thing um it's local so it's easy um and it's a good bunch of guys too so 
Again, looks like the schedules have finally lined up. I was texting a bit with Dave Gainforth from the uh, uh, Oscar uh, Modifieds, and I asked him, I said, is there any conflicts in the schedule this year? Because there was a bunch last year when Sunset fired up the Modifieds, and he said, no, by the look of it right now, everything is going to be uh, separated. So that should really help all the way around for teams and for uh, the race fan going through the gate. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to go back to Sunset. It's been a, been a couple of years now, so uh, I, I like the track. It's challenging. Um, it's fun. It's always a good time there. So, so when is the day you uh, roll that 11 into the hauler and shut the door and head south? When are you checking out, bud? Uh, the plan is to head out on the second after work on Friday and uh, head down to uh, Massachusetts to uh, TFR and just go through the car one more time, see, make sure everything's good and dial in and then uh, head down to New Smyrna for, for the seventh. Any, yeah. every time, right? You can't nut and bolt these cars enough. And I'll bet you even on the second, third and fourth time around, you find something that you may have missed the first couple of times around, right? Oh, for sure. Uh, Dale Reinhardt and I, we spend a lot of time in the garage together. And uh, if I don't see it, he's going to see it. And if he sees it and I don't, let's see it. Yeah, you'd be waiting. Uh, do you got anything, uh, Norm, that you just can't wait to try? Something that you figured out or found out after New Smyrna last year, and now you're going back loaded for bear. Is there, you know, a couple of things, or is there one specific thing that you can't wait to get out of the box and try? Pretty much the whole setup of the car. It's, it's completely different from what we had last year. The car was extremely tight last year, and we just couldn't get away from that. And I'm hoping this whole new setup from, from TFR is going to help out. Yeah, loosen it up a bunch, right? Loosen it up, and loose is fast, especially at New Smyrna Speedway. And uh, the car's naturally going to tighten up when the sun goes down. Hopefully, Norm, we get those hot days and cool nights. Those modifieds love it when it's cool out. Oh, for sure. I love the sound of them. You get 30 of them together out there. It's, it's, it's fun. So tires every race, every night, do you got to put four skins on to be competitive? Yep. Uh, if, if we don't have seven sets of tires to at minimum be down there, then you shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're running the Hoosiers, right? Yeah. Extremely sticky. Um, they were last year was my first time running them. Um, just so much grip in these cars with these 15 inch tires compared to using the 10 inch back home here. Oh, yeah, and it's beautiful, right? Hoosier is number one in the industry for a reason. Uh, they've really done a good job putting the tires together, and I know they standardized some stuff this year. Uh, there was some question off the beginning uh, where a number has changed. Did the tire change? And the answer is no. Uh, the tire didn't. They changed the numbers so that inventory-wise, uh, they, they, they could uh, make more sense of it, but... Uh, uh, it's going to be kind of cool. I know I was with Hoosier at PRI, asked them the question, how is supply this year? Are we going to be going crazy again? And they said, no, they've got it figured out. So uh, we, we should be back to pre-COVID sort of days when it comes time for rubber, and that's key. Yeah, and even last year on New Smyrna, we had no issue with, with getting tires. Um, we even brought some home just to have some. So um just so much different from what we run back home here. 
Yeah. Oh, it's going to be awesome, Norm. Uh, will you get much test time in, or uh, is that going to be fairly limited? Uh, they're not letting us in until after the NASCAR race is done, so uh, Sunday will be test day and, and racing on uh, Monday. Well, I hope to catch up with you again live from New Smyrna. We had fun doing that last year. We are right live from the pit, uh, right in Norm's, uh, right right Norm's pit. Uh, he went, went live on Zoom on his phone, took us around, and you can't get any better than that. Talk about a live report. He was our in-race-at-the-track reporter, and that was Norm Newman. Normie, this time we want you to take us to Victory Lane. Can you do that? We're going to do our best. Oh, you can bet that all the Canadians will be uh, definitely in there with you, bud. And hopefully we can get some names on that race car uh, before you uh, take that first green flag. So first green flag comes up on the Monday night for you? That's right. Monday the 12th. All right, buddy. Well, safe travels to you and the family. Uh, can't thank you enough for the time tonight on Race Time. This is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, can't, can't wait to see the fruits of your labors, buddy. It's going uh, to be cool. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. You bet. That's Norm Newman, driver of the 11. Watch for him at New Smyrna Speedway. Coming up, the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing is just around the corner. Fires up on February the 9th, and it goes right through uh, to the night before the Daytona 500. And uh, that, that will be the short track asphalt side of things. Of course, uh, we've got Volusia County Speedway over on the dirt side. And uh, they go green just a little bit ahead of New Smyrna Speedway with everything that you can imagine at that facility. And as we get closer, I'm going to get you some dirt content on here as well so we can sort of lay the, uh, sort of set the stage, if you will, for Volusia County as well. Uh, I do believe we've got some Canadian guys heading down this year where last year we didn't have much at all on the dirt. Uh, but I know Glenn Styers, he's in Hawaii right now. He's coming straight out of Hawaii, heading for Florida. He's going to have dirt cars over at Volusia. He's going to have his late model at New Smyrna Speedway. He's going to be one busy cat. And if uh, the Chili Bowl is any indication of how things are going to go for Glenn Styers this year, I think we're all in for a good ride with the zero car from Oshweekin Speedway. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we're going to grab that Joe Lawrence, and uh, we'll talk to him about the big news. He's going ASA, and we're going to get more on that with Joe on the other side of the break. Stay with us, everybody. Hi, race fans. This is Andrew Grizzell, driver of the number 81 NASCAR Delaware Limo, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? 
Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a Quick Quick Fire Starter. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance. Dad, what was that? Well, that's just the angels bowling in heaven. <laughs> Dad, what was that? That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick, quick, fire starters. <laughs> the world's best fire starter. <laughs> Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Buried Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's alright. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families people you might call neighbors will be here there and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward you stop by a napa auto parts store you can count on napa know-how tonight's race time radio is brought to you by napa auto parts stores new glasgow andy ganesh and port hawksbury nova scotia you can count on napa know-how ap race fields the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al. Woo, shake and bake. And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. Better turn that up just a tick and turn this back up just a tick. Uh, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. We're going to go right back to the Zoom line, shall we, and bring in a guest that honestly uh, it blew my it blew my mind when I seen this. Uh, Joe Lawrence, the 78 in APC past champion of the series, multiple winner of the series, made an announcement he's going to go ASA Stars Tour Racing down south of the border this year, and I couldn't get to my phone fast enough to invite Joe on. And uh, thankfully, we got him. What's going on, Joe? How you doing, bud? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Doing fantastic, man. Congratulations on this news. This is huge, buddy. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, when did all this sort of come together, Joe? You guys been thinking about this for a while, or what? Uh, yeah, it was. It's been a long process. Um, I, you know, it kind of just started out. Uh, we went for dinner one night and kind of just sparked the idea. Um, and then from there, it kind of just slowly moved on as we kept saying, "Oh, maybe we we can actually do this," and then. Got more and more into it, and uh, honestly, Brandon Destiny at the Elite Property Group, uh, you know, they're awesome guys and girls uh, that are going to make this happen. Uh, it was more Brandon's idea originally, um, so we're just going along with it, um, and I'm really excited and um, 
can't wait to see how we stack up against these guys. Well, I can guarantee you're going to do just fine down there, Joe. You are one of them, I can guarantee you. When you say the words, fits like a glove, Joe, you are going to fit like a glove. You're going up against the best, and, uh, man, they're, they're really going to be— uh, they're going to be happy to race with you. I can guarantee it. Other than I hope they don't mind looking at your rear bumper because you like running out front. Uh, you're not a dirty driver in any sense of the word. Uh, you are a very calculated competitor. Uh, you like running a race. You don't like bull, you know, bulldozing your way anywhere. Uh, have you been down and witnessed any of the ASA races? Have you been there live and took any of them in, Joe? Uh, not yet. Not ASA specifically. I've seen a couple of Jags races, the Cars Tour. I've seen a few races at some of these tracks. Uh, I went, I did go to the Nashville 400 the one year. Um, so I, I've gotten to kind of watch a bit of it. Um, I'd like to say I focused on it more than I actually did, but you know, it was just as cool to see the races, but I honestly never thought this would be something that was possible at, at this point. And that's, that's so. kind of like you too, right? That is a typical racer. You guys uh, will dive into it when you go to do it until then you're not, you you guys aren't very good at watching races. You like being in them, not so much sitting back watching them, right? Yeah, exactly. We're either uh, we're either in the shop or at the track. We're not usually in the stands very often. <laughs> Joe, what's the big difference between the car that you're going to run down there in ASA to what you were running up here in APC? Uh, so our our APC cards, as far as the chassis and bolt-ons, um, a lot of it's very close now. Uh, close. So it's more of like your power plant drive line that. That's the big thing. It's got more motor and um, just a lighter drive shaft, couple couple extra things, different tranny, different shocks. Um, but like as far as your typical chassis, they're very similar in that sense. So that that always that makes it nice for us that we kind of have a, you know, we're not we're not completely out in left field. We feel like I think we have a good understanding of what we need and we've learned from. Uh, you know, it's it's really cool that uh, as a group of Canadians, we all seem to still work together. So, you know, I see uh, Kyle going. Uh, Kyle's been running a couple races in the states already. Right. All of the nation, we work together to be become better, and I think it's just going to benefit us all going in that sense. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. And when we talk about the difference in car, it's not like you're going from your APC car and then trying to jump into a Pinty's car. That's a vastly different machine. Uh, you're going with, uh, you know, a comparable equipment, if you will. Are you, uh, do, do you have to get a new car? Are you guys going to roll out with a brand new piece or are you taking what you got? No, we're going with a brand new car for this this adventure. We felt, um, you know, like I said, we're going with going against some of the toughest guys and girls down there. So we got a, we wanted to make sure we're bringing a, a piece that's one hundred percent ready to win. Um, it's obviously going to be a learning curve for us these new tracks and everything, but ultimately, you know, 
at heart, we're all racers and, and we're there to win. That's just the competition in all of us uh, as we go to tracks. That's why we go every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, crew-wise, who are you going to surround yourself with, Joe? You've you've always had a really good crew up here. Is it going to be possible to keep the same guys, or what's that scenario looking like, or are we too early? Uh, we're, we're finalizing all that kind of detail stuff now. Obviously, it's a, it's a lot different than just hopping in the truck and going to Delaware or, you know, Sobble, our local stuff. we got to get accommodations flights all that it's uh, definitely a a different ballpark so it's it's we're looking and making sure we have like you said what what we need to go there and and show them how competitive we can be so we're we're close almost finalized i think we got what we need uh i've got a couple guys that i'm really excited to have back on board a couple new guys and you know ultimately i feel like we have I've had a lot of people reach out who are just going to be there already watching that said, if, if you need a hand, you know, we're here already. So we'd love to help kind of thing. So it's, it's cool to have that kind of support from that many people. Absolutely is. We're with Joe Lawrence. If you just tuned into race time radio, welcome aboard. Joe is a past champion in APC competition up here in Ontario. He's won lots of races in his 78 car. And he's about to go down and jump into the ASA Stars Tour. Uh, there's the schedule. They're going to get fired up in New Smyrna Speedway. It's their first event on February the 13th. Joe, do you plan on running the full schedule? Um, that That is our goal. Um, we definitely, uh, we're still sorting out, again, all the the little details and, and what we need to make sure it's, it's going to be a successful program. Um, obviously we, we, uh, want to take care of everyone here as well in Canada. So, you know, the APC series is important to us. Um, and they do a lot for local racing. So we want to make sure that that's, that's something that we support because they, they deserve it. Um, Luke, Alex, all those guys and girls on that team, uh, do a tremendous job, uh, just giving us such a great series to race in. Uh, all the track owners, they, they give us opportunities to, to go do what we love. Um, the fans that come out, it's really what's important. So as long as we keep putting fans in the seat and good shows for them to come out and watch, that's that's really what our goal is around here. That's perfect. So uh, maybe both, right? Is it possible to run both the APC Tour and the Stars Tour uh, is there any conflicting dates? I have the schedule. I haven't just got my APC schedule up, but you guys would have looked at it. Is there any conflicting dates? I would have to double check. Um, I believe the only conflicting date is uh, the Peterborough race. And it's it'd be more of a stretch as far as where you have to be and when, because it just falls that weekend. is It's a Friday race for ASA. And then Saturday is the Peterborough, and then Sunday they have another ASA race, and they're both in Wisconsin, I believe. Um, so that would be the the tough one. It, it's not impossible, um, but I would say you'd have to look at it. But even then, you know, we have you have the choice of backup drivers. You're allowed one or two races from a backup driver, so the uh, the option to go for a full series in both is definitely there, and it's definitely doable. 
Well, you have to just take a page out of Junior Hanley's book from back in the day. Junior would run the big race at Cayuga that afternoon, and he'd be up at the beach that night. you just uh, get on a plane. Get on a plane. Yeah. Somebody will fly you. Now, this would be a little bit different because you're flying out of Canada into the U.S. I don't know how that would work out. But a uh, guy like Rob DeVienzo, you know, Robbie's pretty good at that. He'd be able to figure that out. He'd know. Oh, yeah, I, that'd be a good guy to ask. You're, you're definitely right on that one. Yeah. Um, but like you said, there's, it's a lot easier now than what it used to be to get cross-country like this. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Uh, this is tremendous news, Joe. How about sponsorship-wise? How are you set up that way? Are, are things looking good? Have you got more room? Do you need more support to make this all work? Um, I like elite property groups um really stepped up big for this uh we're still finalizing some other ones and um i i'm gonna wait for them to you know they deserve their own recognition and when the deal's all done i want to appreciate it properly so hopefully we ha we'll have some more news as we get closer to new samarina here to uh to show who we have supporting this program and you know just give them what they deserve uh, for the support that's very much appreciated. Uh, so that will come soon. Obviously, with that being said, anyone that wants to be a part of the program, there, there's you can always make room on a race car for someone if they want to be a part of it. So, yeah, absolutely. Honestly, that's... You froze up there for a second. Deal completely in the first place, so. Yeah, you just froze up a little bit there, Joe, but I think we get the gist of it. You can have some spots uh, open and available if the uh, if the opportunity comes up, which would be kind of cool. Uh, Joe, uh, will you get any kind of practice time with the new car at New Smyrna before that 200? Do you plan on running any of the nights leading up to the uh, 200? Uh, we... We're still on the fence about that. Um, obviously, with that in mind, you know, you don't want to go down there, run the first night of Speed Weeks and wreck the car. Um, and, you know, we're, then we're not going there and doing what we wanted to do. Um, so we're we're figuring that out still. Uh, ASA, um, the officials there, they've, they've been very helpful as far as talking back and forth and, you know, just not being a part of the series yet. Uh, learning from them and understanding what they want and how they want things done. They've been really helpful. So it's a great series to uh, to just be a part of. And it seems like they really just want racers to be involved, which is awesome to see. Um, they've opened a practice up on Monday for ASA teams. So we'll, we'll definitely be doing that. Um, and then from there, we haven't decided whether we'll do anything before that. Well, I had a good discussion back at PRI, sat down with Bob Sargent, the promoter of the ASA Stars Tour, and you're in good hands, my friend. I'm telling you, that man, uh, what he was able to do last year, as you know, uh, was just something that was incredible, and uh, the future is really, really looking bright for the series, for the competitors, and for the fans. Uh, it's all going to work out just tremendous. Uh, we can't thank you enough for the time tonight on Race Time. I can tell you that, Joe. We wish you all the best. And as things start to develop, what do you say we get you back on here before you go green in that 200? 
And if we can't do that, we'll definitely get you on after the 200 and uh, see how things went for you, bud. Uh, definitely. Uh, I'd be happy to come back. And obviously, I'm, I'm very excited for what this team is becoming. And hopefully, we can have a very good first showing. Um, I mean, I'm going to give it all I have. Um, the guys that are supporting me deserve 110% for me. And that's what I'm intending to give for them. Well, I'll lean on Brandon, too. You tell him he's not getting off the hook here. I'm going to be getting him on this show. And uh, do us a favor. How's Chris making out? Captain Chris there, has he got a herd of four cylinders ready to roll for two at 2024? I I think so. Um, I feel like he always has something on the go. So, uh, you know, he he always has cars ready. It's just a matter of whether it's five or 15 for uh, for him. Um, but he's pretty excited to head down to Florida, too, with his two cars. That's been his uh, his main focus right now. I think he's got most of his fleet ready for all these tracks he's going to go to. But, uh, you know, that always changes because I always, always hear every every other day or something that, you know, oh, found another car to buy. Uh, guess, guess we're building another one. <laughs> That's Chris. You, you let him know he's not getting off the hook. I'm going to be getting him on here after we get through Speed Weeks. <laughs> I know we got lots to talk about uh, with his program, too, because what he is doing is simply amazing to get guys into racing in bone stock, uh, matched by no one. Uh, Chris, uh, incredible job the guy does. But, uh, Joe, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Good luck getting ready, and uh, we'll keep, keep an eye on your social media. I guess you'll have shots of the car as it starts uh, getting wrapped and everything else. We look forward to it. I can guarantee it. Yeah, can't wait to uh, to have that unveil coming soon. Uh, we're we're still working on finalizing that design, but it's uh, it's coming along nicely, and uh, everyone's happy. And I think it's it's going to be unique and going to show on track. Oh, dynamite stuff, Joe Lawrence. Everybody, uh, thanks so much, Joey. Thank you. Have you a good bet, one. Joe Lawrence. Yet uh, another good top quality Canadian race team that's going to head down south and run with the ASA Tour. Uh, two more guests tonight that are going to be running in there. Of course, Cole Butcher ran in the series last year, almost won the championship. He's from Nova Scotia, but he's been down there participating all season long. And we're going to hear from Kyle Steckley that is also going to be joining uh, uh, Cole and Joe uh, down there in ASA. And who knows who else we're going to see. Uh, if there's three, there's going to be four and five, I can well imagine. Uh, may not be for the full series, but they will be uh, definitely checking it out. Uh, it's a dynamite series, as you know. And if you haven't checked it out, you will really want to. I got the schedule right here. Uh, we plan on catching absolutely every one of those races and catching up with the winners each time and getting them on Race Time Radio. But we're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we're going to switch the discussion over to ARCA. Of course, ARCA fires off at Daytona. Uh, they had a two-day practice. We're going to catch up with uh, one of the crew chiefs that was second quick out of 58 cars or so. Caden Lapsovich is going to join the show and uh, we'll talk more about ARCA on the other side of the break. Stay with us, everybody. 
Hey race fans, this is Brendan Butterbean Queen, driver of the 03 for Lead Point Performance at the Cars Tour, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada to Talks. Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to canadiantiremotorsportpark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. And exclusive podcasts, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. Walks in, put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters. The world's best fire starter. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick with fire starters, the world's best fire starter. Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. What do you say we talk some Daytona? Love that Speedway. And I love the ARCA series when they're on that track. Much better when we've got Canadians involved. And we do. On that second quick number 55 for Venturini Motorsports, we got Caden Lapsevich. What's going on tonight there, Caden? What's happening? Not a whole lot. Just hanging out. You know, finally had a weekend off, it seems like, so. 
relaxing, getting caught up at the house, and uh, just getting everything in line, getting ready to head back to Daytona. Well, you better get it all in line, buddy, because when it starts, it don't slow down for you at all, I can well imagine. No, it's uh, it's going to be a busy year. Um, you know, we got five full-time cars, so when we get into that into that summer stretch, it's uh, it's definitely going to be busy, but... Um, I think we have a we have a really good group of group of people at Venter, at VMS and uh you know everybody seems really really excited and and really into it so I think uh I think I think we'll be all right getting into there as long as everything goes as planned. So Friday was kind of a wet day at Daytona for test day number 1 but you guys did get on track just didn't get a lot of track time. Yeah, you know it actually worked out okay for us um you know that it rained obviously until I think it was like two o'clock and then they, they ended up getting to dry in a pretty quick time. You know, they didn't have any of the, uh, like the, the air Titans or anything there, but the track dried fairly quick and then they ended up extending the day until like, I think it was nine o'clock or so, but you know, we were able to, to get, um, all our single car runs done that we wanted to. And then, you know, right at the end of the night, we, we, uh, got into a pack and, did a draft run and you know we were really happy with our speed so we actually loaded up friday night and didn't do anything saturday so um i think we were we were all really really happy with the speed our car showed especially in the draft um you know and i think i think we have a lot to look forward to going back to the race in february now amber didn't show real well in the practice right she was back there quite a ways uh uh, surmising that something broke on the car is that a safe assumption that something broke because you had the top four and amber was back in 40th yeah i think it was probably what was going to be her last single car run um she ended up in the wall in turns two and you know we say something broke but you know, when you hit at Daytona, those things come back pretty, pretty hurt. So it, it's really hard to pinpoint what broke, because um, there's a lot of stuff that's broke. But, uh, but yeah, it was just a, you know, a very rare circumstance. Obviously, um, you know, obviously the parts failure is something that we don't like to see, um, especially this early in the season, um, especially at the Daytona test, especially at Daytona on itself. Um, so we'll. You know, we're doing everything in our power to try and try and figure out what it was just so we can um, isolate it and, and not have it happen again when we go back. Caden, you do such a good job on top of the box in ARCA. Uh, you started this now a couple of years ago. Last year was your first year or two years ago. Uh, but you, you've got the experience needed. You can see the team. Uh, you can see how well it gels and how well everything works. And that is, you're the maestro, man. You're the guy at the top directing everything. you got to have a good driver, and Tony can really wheel that race car. Uh, What's it like sitting in that spot? I know you want to be in the car, but in the same respect, uh, the the day-to-day stuff that you've been doing uh, from the top of the box, man, you're doing an outstanding job. Yeah, thank you. Um, Obviously, it's... Obviously, I would rather be driving. I'm driving with my passion, but um, when when I kind of <clears throat> saw that it was going to be hard to to pursue a driving career, I I was told myself I wanted to stay relevant in the sport in one way or another. Um, so obviously, the next probably most important job is 
being the crew chief. So um, that's kind of what I got my goals set on right now. And I think I'm in a really good spot right now at, especially at Venerini, you know, with Billy, uh, Shannon, um, uh, Little Reed and all them. Like, you know, I've surrounded myself with really good people, really smart people um, that have taught me a lot. Um, obviously, Billy's got a ton of experience, especially in the ARCA stuff. And Shannon has experience in everything. Um, he's won at the cup level. He's won at Xfinity. Like he's, he's won in anything he's touched. So, and then, you know, with our resources that we get from Toyota and stuff, it's been, it's been a huge learning curve and especially through the last year, but you know, this year I feel a lot more confident going into the season, um, especially knowing how to use my resources, having a notebook for every racetrack we go to. And, um, you know, just being able to work with Tony for the whole year is going to be, it's going to be huge. Um, you know, we work really well together, I feel like, and our chemistry is good. Um, but, you know, when you get to working with two or three different drivers throughout the season, it's it gets a little bit tough. So I'm excited to to just work with Tony all year, and, um, you know, hopefully that plays into our, into our helping hand, you know, later on down the road. How big would it be to win at Daytona for you? As a crew chief, what would it mean to you, bud? It, uh, it'd be pretty cool. You know, it's, I think I said last year <clears throat> on here after the Daytona test, you know, walking through or driving through the tunnel there, um, just going to the test, you know, you come through the tunnel and it's like, you know, so you're inside Daytona, you're going to work at Daytona, you know, and then you go back in February and you do it again, but there's campers everywhere, you know, it's busy, it's busy and it's, it's just a, another site on its own. So, um, you know, it'd be big. Um, I think it's, the Daytona race for the ARCA deal is probably the biggest race of the year for them. Um, so to be able to to go down there and know we have a, a really good fighting chance if all the stars align, it's uh it's very um confidence boosting and you know, I'm just I'm really looking forward to getting back down there. I know you're all teammates, right? You've got five cars, you got teammates involved, you're setting the top four speeds, so it's it's Probably going to be Venturini at the top of the chart in the race, as long as everything goes the way it goes. Um, it, chances are there's you're going to have two or three or maybe four Venturini cars at the top, all going for the win. I know your teammates, but at what point does that go out the window and you say, okay, Tony, it's you and I now, no more teammates, we're going to win this race. Uh, it was funny you say that. Cause I think we brought that up last year and, and Billy told us, he goes, he said, I don't care what you guys do. Just make sure one of our cars wins. Don't put, our, don't put the, the group in jeopardy of not winning. So, um, you know, if we can go down there and one and run one through five, um, that's, it's obviously the best outcome we can ask for. Right. So I feel like if we can get all our stuff hooked up and in line and situated, I, I feel like we'll be really hard to beat as an organization. Um, you know, I, I felt like I had a little bit of work to do still on my stuff to make it a little bit better. I'm um, going back there, but I feel like we're really close and we have a diff definitely a good package that we can go start with. And I, and I know we could go back there and contend for a win with it, but, you know, the crew chief in me always wants to be better and, and give them 110% going to the racetrack and and knowing that I showed up with the best piece possible. So I've been been working on it pretty hard since we got back from the test and um, just going over it with a fine, fine pick comb and, you know, making sure all my stuff's in line. 
Uh, I've only got two minutes left. I got to throw the keys back to Sirius XM for the news update. But uh, we, we look back to uh, Jason White leading on the final lap at Daytona. It looked like he was going to go to victory lane. Uh, Jason was doing a great job, but he was leading. Where do you want Tony to be on the final lap come February the 13th? Um, it depends on where you're asking on the right track. <laughs> Obviously, when we get to the start finish line, I want to be leading right. That's but, um, right. That's a given. Know, I, but the, it, it, coming to the white, where do you want Tony? Um, I don't know. I don't know if you're safe anywhere, right? It's Daytona, so a lot can happen. Um, but I feel like being second or third and you know especially if one of our cars isn't leading um you know in the vms organization if if we can all get work together and, and we're running second with a teammate on our bumper and we can pull out a line and and pass them I, obviously i think that's best case scenario but um you know all, all the stars got to align right and you know it's it's easy to write it down on paper and say you know this is how it's going to work but right you know you get into the, you get into the race and um you know all this stuff happens that's out of your control and you just got to hope it all got to hope it it goes to your plan as much as possible but it's very very slim that it will so did passing in the test when you guys finally did get lumped up did passing feel any different this year Caden than it did last year is it going to be a little easier to run single car or is it still Daytona and you're going to have to depend on all the friends or did it feel any different no, you know, that, that package there they got is is very, um, you know, everything's the same, right? You all got the same springs, you got the same bodies, you got the same motors. Um, so it's the little things that make, <clears throat> you got to make your stuff handle really well in the draft together. So, you know, from a single car run to a draft run, there's about two seconds of speed difference. So you really got to depend on, uh, for us, it's us, it's your teammates. And for everybody else, it's, you know, having a good alliance in the field. So, you know, luckily for us, we have five cars that we can depend on. And, um, you know, if, if we get two to three of us at least lined up, um, I still think we'll be hard to beat. Um, just if we get all our get all our stuff working together and get our energy right, it'll it'll be tough. But just trying to get all the stars to align, it's, it's the hardest part about it. Yeah, I can guarantee it. Caden, we appreciate the time, man. Uh, good luck in the race. I know we're going to be following you all the way along, and I look forward to catching up with you after. Grab me a hat from Victory Lane, will you? Because i got a feeling you're going there this time. And uh, we're waiting for news about younger brother here. That's got to be exciting, too. You probably know what it is. I was going to squeeze you to uh, see if you could fess up early. I, I know what it is, and I don't think anybody would expect it. So it's it's going to be a big deal for him. I'm really excited. For him, um, you know, he's with a really good organization in a, in a really, really good series. So it's uh, it's not Pinty's, I can tell you that, but it's it's something really big, really good, and it's got a lot of promise moving forward. I wouldn't doubt it. If it's got Lapsovich in it, it's going to be huge. Caden, thanks so much for the time. And everybody, we'll be back in 90 seconds. Back to you in Toronto. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM channel 167 tonight's race time radio is brought to you by leaf racewear fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com we're an essential part of any team and by canadian tire motorsport park 
Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. Here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins. So live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Uh, so glad you could tune in tonight. Welcome to all the viewers on Rev TV Canada every Tuesday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Hope you're enjoying that dinner. Uh, we're going to give you dessert before you get to the main course because we got dessert with us. We got Cole Butcher. What's going on there, dessert? How are you? Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. How was the off season? I see your. Uh, busy uh plans i seen the schedule you launched you got an aggressive schedule coming up kid yeah we got a lot of, a lot of races going on we just kicked off the season yesterday at speed fest uh we didn't get the results we wanted but it was just good to get back to the racetrack get adapted to the team again and uh yeah we'll move forward to new smyrna here in a couple of weeks yeah it won't be long won't be long uh take us back through the weekend uh like you say it wasn't the result you wanted but did you take away anything? Anything? Uh, anything? You guys tried over the winter. You couldn't wait to try it, and did it work? I've never really been to Cordell before, so I guess it was just a big learning curve for myself. Uh, we knew Bubba was going to be good. We knew Casey was going to be good, so uh, that's who we knew we were racing. Um, trying out this new tire, uh, we're a big fan of it, and we look forward to racing it throughout the year. So really, just uh, kicking the dust off and. Uh, you know, just getting used to all these new things that are coming to play in 2024. Cold New Smyrna Speedway is a track that I don't believe you have any laps on. I don't think you do, at least not while I was there. Uh, what are you no. thinking heading down to New Smyrna for a 200 kickoff? Uh, we might go down maybe a couple of days early and dabble in some super races or maybe even bring a pro down. Um, we don't really know yet, but we're definitely going to be there the Monday for practice. Then we'll race on Tuesday for the Stars National Tour Season uh, 2, uh, first race. Yeah, it, it much change with the 2018 this year, Cole? Uh, or have you guys pretty well cemented everything uh, that you're going to go into this extensive tour with? Uh, no, everything's pretty well the same. Uh, this year we have Bond Sus on the other crew chief, you know, along with Will, Bradford, Jerry, Stump, um, Bob, and, you know, pretty well all the same guys. So we look forward to it. Um, you know, we also look forward to the 250 again this year, uh, the 30, 40 grand to win one at uh, Oxford, and, uh, you know, just, uh, just a lot of the great events that are going to happen this year. Yeah, I see the one Scotia one. There's only one in Canada, but it's going to be at Scotia Speed World, uh, and that's always a great event. That 250, that summer clash is always a dandy, and one that you have had success in. Yeah, we look forward to get back to Nova Scotia. Uh, you know, we might come down before, but I just threw that race in there because I knew 
hey, my parents sponsored it, and I, I love Scotia Speed World. So, uh, no, we're definitely looking forward to get back to that one. If we get to a couple more, uh, we will, but it just depends on what's going on in life. Yeah, and there is no way we can see you for the IWK. Of course, you got Anderson the same night as the IWK, so there's no way we're going to see Cole do that one. No, uh, I thought I was going to be able to do it, but uh, unfortunately there's an ASA Stars Tour event that same day at Anderson. Uh, so we'll be cheering on Jared, and he'll hopefully get it done. I know he had great success, great success last year, um, and then just had some misfortune, so we'll see what happens. Oh, man, he was so close. Uh, I, I, I kind of had him picked to win that one, uh, and he was so, so close, and then uh, just IWK stuff broke out near the end, and uh, Jarrett was involved in it, but uh, it's going to be an outstanding year coming up. Uh, you're going to kick it all off at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, how many cars, Cole, do you have in the stable that rotate through? I mean, Wilson Motorsports has a, has a whole race team, has over 12 race cars. So, uh, you know, that's who we're racing for this year. Butcher Racing themselves has uh, four or five race cars that Jared will be uh, rotating throughout the year. And uh, whenever I make my ventures down there, I'll, I'll steal one of his. So uh, lots of race cars, lots of fast race cars. We'll see their Hampton race cars and their distance race cars in Maine. So, uh, yeah, we just look forward to getting the season started uh, back in Canada and also uh, keep on rolling here. Uh, Cole, with you being so close to winning the elusive championship in ASA just uh, last year, uh Points are so important, and I know that there wasn't. I can't look back at one race that I can say, point at and say, "Well, if Cole would have done this, he would have had enough points at this time." Can you? Can you look back and have you guys done that? Do you ever look back and say, "Okay, here's where we need to pick up to in order to win that championship." I think we just need to pick up really in general as a team. You know, everybody else is picking up. Bubba Pollard uh, can't be. Brackley War. I mean, everybody's going to be aggressive this year, and everybody's bringing the best of the best. So, uh, you know, as a team, we just got to be there and, and work as hard as we always do. And uh, you know, I'm not really worried. I know my Wilson Motorsports guys will give me the best that they that they have. And uh, yeah, I'll just make it happen behind the wheel. And it's tough, right? When something does take place where you know the car's injured, you're not going to win the race. It's kind of hard to keep in the mindset. Okay, I got to get out there, and I still got to do laps. Because if we finish a couple spots ahead of that other guy, we're going to pick up points. But that's the way you got to look at these, right? Because you've only got so many races to get it done. Every single point means so much. No, even if you wreck out, like, for instance, the Nashville last race of the year, we put a new spindle on, new radiator in the car. Um, fortunately, we had, unfortunately, we had motor problems, so it kind of just took us out. But, uh yeah, it was the last race of the year was wild. But, no, you just have to be there, do all the laps, and just be there in contention because you know the top guys are going to be finishing at least in the top five, if not top three, every single weekend. Any simulator work in the off-season? It hasn't been much of an off-season for you, but what have you been up to in this off-season? Uh, I've been up to a lot. Uh, I don't do much simulator racing. Um, my simulator is back in Nova Scotia, so uh, lots of video, working out. Uh, eating the right things, um, you know, just communicating with the team, and uh, yeah, usually works out pretty well. The car going to look the same this year. The 28, is it going to be the iconic tilt load uh, red, and uh, is it going to look the same? 
Yeah, it'll look the same as it did. Uh, it's probably been eight years now. It's all looked the same. But yeah, everything's going to look exactly the same. Red with Atlantic Tolo, Atlantic Tolo on the side. Yeah, cool. There's nothing wrong with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. How's the folks doing? Everybody have a good holiday? Yeah, everybody had a great holiday. We were in Florida for Christmas, so we got to see everybody. And, uh, yeah, I know my dad's eager to get back to racing. And uh, I'm just looking forward to the warmer weather. <laughs> yeah, I can well imagine. I see you got a little bit of a jacket on there. Whereabouts are you guys? Uh, we and the wife are going to dinner in Charlotte right now. It's about 28 degrees, I think, so it's pretty chilly. Oh, you poor soul. 28 degrees. I feel for you, bud. It's going to be 70 tomorrow, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> who knows with this weather. <laughs> yeah, do you miss home much? Not really. I mean, this is my new home. You know, I started. We have a family, and yeah, it's, some days it's nice to be back in Canada and do some racing. But I, I can't complain. Yeah, and there'd be no use in complaining because no one's going to listen to you, other than me. I'd still listen to you, buddy, any time at all. Perfect. I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> Cole. Thanks so much for the time tonight. I know I look forward to catching up with you, hopefully at New Smyrna Speedway, uh, but definitely that 200 is going to be off the rails. Any way you're going to approach it differently than you did any of the other ones last year? Uh, maybe do a race beforehand with Speed Weeks happening that same week. Uh, we just got to look at our schedule and see if we have the people to do it, but uh might throw in a 35 lapper beforehand, and uh, I don't know. We just got to wait and see. Yeah, absolutely. We will all be waiting to see. Cole Butcher, thanks so much for the time. You guys be safe. Say hi to the sweetie. Perfect. Thank you, guys. You betcha. Cole Butcher, watch for him in the ASA Tour. We are going to see him in Canada. He is going to come back up for a race, maybe two, uh, and that'll be real interesting. Uh, Cole is magic at any of those speedways up here in the Maritimes. Uh, but he, he'll be leaning on Jared, his brother, uh, to give him a car uh, that he can go out and compete with. And now you know Jared, he wants to win the races. So uh, maybe Cole not going to get the best horse in the stable, so to speak. Jared will be hanging on to that one for himself. But uh, it's going to be interesting. You can guarantee it. I'm going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk East Coast International Pro Stock Tour with the director, first time ever on Race Time Radio. Can't believe it. Mike Ledwich is going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay with us, everybody. Hi, race fans. This is Dave Dykstra, sprint driver of the 5D Corpac Oshwegan Sprints, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. And exclusive podcasts, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. He walks in, put it between his legs, 
along with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. There are thousands of parts and pieces that go into today's race cars. GSR Parts has what you need. And they ship coast to coast in Canada. GSR Parts specializes in dirt sprint car chassis, modifies, and so much more. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, road course or in a straight line, GSR Parts has the parts you need to get you back on track and in victory lane. Give Terry Baker a call and visit them on Facebook at GSR Parts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a Quick Quick Fire Starter. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance. Oh, Dad, what was that? Well, that's just the angels bowling in heaven. <laughs> Dad, what was that? That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick Quick Fire Starters, <laughs> the world's best fire starter. <laughs> Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Have you listened to the channel? Uh, tune in. Check it out. Uh Canada Talks has got some dynamite programming on this channel. Uh, check it out. Get it in Sirius XM Satellite Radio and make sure you pick up Channel 167. Uh, you get on it, you're going to leave it glued right there if you're an old guy like me. Uh, they've got a lot of good stuff that you're going to want to hear. But I digress. What do you say? We get back to the Zoom line and welcome in for the first time. we got Mike Ledwich with us. What's going on, Mikey? How are you? Doing pretty good, Joe. How are you doing tonight? Not doing too bad at all. Welcome to Race Time Radio. It's been far too long. We should have had you on here a long time ago, but uh, hey, you've been just back in the tour now for what, two years? Uh, just one year, actually. This just is one? the second year coming back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how did year number one go for you last year? Uh, it was uh, It was certainly a learning curve coming back after 
14 or 15 years of, of being away and being a fan, but uh, I think it went pretty well. Overall, we had some pretty good success and uh, a lot of very good races. Oh, a ton of uh, them. Yeah, like it was it was unreal. The, the cars are so close. The drivers are so good. And and it really makes my job um, exciting to do sometimes. And, and it also allows me to see a whole bunch of really good races. And, and that's fantastic. You know, it, it's funny. I know Brad Moran real good. And uh, I used to work with Brad up here in Ontario back when I owned Sobel. And he had Barry Speedway. And I had the All-Star Racing Series back then. And uh, we did a race at Barry Speedway. And uh brad brad was the promoter over there and man he used to do some real cutting edge things always trying to you know move the ball down the the the, the field so to speak and uh come up with the next thing and uh we'd get together and brad would go man these guys are just hammering me every time i turn around and we always laughed and said, well, I'll get you a bottle of Tylenol. And when you're done, you swing it over my way because the guys at the beach are doing the same thing. And uh, it's just the life of a promoter, right? Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I don't do any of the, the marketing end or any of that sort of thing. But but just keeping in contact with the racers and, and tracks and, and trying to keep that side of it. Um, as, as level as we can is a big enough challenge as well as, you know. Well, especially when you got the competition you guys have got out there. Uh, there's, you know, a, a lot of series that you look at. You've got, uh, depending on the track, you've got potential of, you know, maybe two or three guys winning tonight's race. In that East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, you may have 15 cars in the field, but under the 15 cars, you got 10 or 11 of them that can win the race tonight. And that makes for some super competition. Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, great, great runners down here. We got, you know, Craig Slamway back-to-back-to-back champion, obviously. And Nick Noggle and Jared Butcher pulled off multiple wins last year. Um, Russell Smith Jr., Mike Rogers, Ryan Van Orscott are all kind of knocking right at the door for their first wins. And, and they know how hard it is to compete at, at this level. And, and work on work on these cars, you know, as much as you have to to, to get that last hundreds, um, because y- you never know what's going to happen on race day. Yeah, exactly. How did the rules part all shake out for you this year, Mike? Uh, have you guys got the rules meeting all done now for the teams? We just put the rules out uh, Tuesday morning, I believe it was. I sent them out, and uh, there's a few changes uh, this year. Nothing really radical by any means but we're we're trying to be able to uh to allow some of the the other motors other than the stock 604 crate or the stock ford 347 and and let them partake in the series a little bit more and and maybe that will help our car count a little bit and it also help guys you know from apc that want to come down we had 
two guys last year, Baker and uh, Spencer Awalt, came down for the 250. Yeah. And uh, it'll also help some past guys be able to maybe come up and run. We've talked with a few of them, and, and they're starting to sound a little interested, and they don't run those weekends for either the IWK or the Summer Clash. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, Mike, from what I'm hearing from some of the guys here in Ontario, you're going to end up with quite a few cars heading to the IWK 250. And I know when I'm speaking with them, I say, guys, you got if you're looking at the big races, you've got to look at the 250 at Scotia as well. It is, uh, it, it's one of those races, man, and it's a great track to run on. If you can, take that one in as well. They're high-dollar races. Uh, the competition is, uh, is incredibly tough, and you've got lots of room to race on that track. And that's all, you know, from a competitor standpoint, that should be music to the rears. Yeah, I mean, Ann and Darren Butcher, I know we just talked to Cole there. They they really support the uh, Summer Clash 250. And they've, they've done a fabulous job here the last few years. And I've been talking to Ann this week, and, and she is continuing to work hard to make that a huge success. And Joan and, and Donald and everybody down in Anaganish, as you know, they do a fantastic job down there that entire weekend. And, and this year, they're also going to have the NASCAR Canada weekend that we're going to be fortunate to be a part of as well. And, you know, it's only a few weeks before the 250. And I think it would be pretty neat if some of those NASCAR Canada haulers maybe had a super late model or pro late model in them when they came down and mm-hmm. we could probably find a place for them to keep them and t- if they wanted to come back a few weeks later too. I have no doubt you're going to see that transpire. Uh, knowing a lot of those teams, uh, whenever they get an opportunity, and it sounds like opportunities knocking them right on the forehead on this one, it'd be kind of cool to see all that transpire. Mike, uh, last year we seen the inauguration, if you will, of a uh, another super late model series on the East Coast of Canada. Last year, conflicting dates on a few of them. It's too bad that it didn't work out, but it was what it was, and everybody made it all through it. This year, I take a look at the schedules, and they're apart. There's no conflicting dates. Uh, What's your thoughts on it? I know you guys are concerned and laser-focused in on what you're doing. You've got to be that way. But what's your thoughts having the two different tours? Is it good? Or is it something that you wish didn't happen? I'm not going to lie and say I did. I, I'm happy that it's here, but you know, Brent and and Wayne and Chris and Robbie from PEI, they all do a great job with with that deal. Um, it had the new and exciting to it last year, and and it looks like they're building off of that again this year. The one good thing um, I feel is that they they've kept it at six races, two at each track. And each one of those tracks also supports us. Um, so, so it's, it's a good deal for a lot of those guys, you know, a lot of them, the, the, some of the PEI guys never raced off of PEI. So Dragon 2 Fredericton or Dragon 2 Petakodiak was an exciting and new thing for them. And, and I think they enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, maybe, some of them will dabble in that and, and appreciate it and then maybe want to come try and, and run at Scotia and Riverside as well and come play with us. Yeah, and I, I can't help but look at it and say, if it generates more cars, 
uh, for both, it has to be good news. Now, I know it's a lot of races when you lay out the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour and you take those races and then you take the other six. That's a lot of races. But, you know, back in the day, I take a look back and uh, a, a guy like Junior Handley would be running in everything, every race he could. He was hoping to win everything. And oddly enough, if you add up all of this and you were lucky enough to be in the top two or three in each one of the races, if you could pull it off, you know what? You could just about earn a living racing in the Maritimes throughout the course of the summer. It's a harsh reality now. It is. It's it's tough. I mean, it's harder and harder to get um, guys to commit for 10 races, yet alone 16 races, especially crews and everything um the pandemic maybe altered people's lifestyles a little bit and they realized that there may have been maybe other things besides what we love to do and uh on on a few weekends so that has changed it a little bit um my father and i were talking the other day back in you know the late 70s early 80s that frank frazier raced five nights a week down here in the maritimes you know he would be saint john moncton um in Lower Sackville, in Onslow, um, here, there, and everywhere. So, you know, it, it was a doable thing back then, but I think those days now are long gone. Yeah, yeah, well, I agree. I agree. More races, uh, as long as the guys participate at them, uh, and you're not going to get everybody to participate in all of them. If you did, though, you'd end up with 40 or 50 cars at every race. Yeah, we had uh, 47 on the roster last year, and I think um, between us and the Super Late Model Series, there's probably around 60, 65 total cars in the Maritimes, and that did not include, you know, the the, the Bakers and the Spencer Awalts that were a one-off that we knew weren't coming back. Um, so, yeah, there's a nice pool of cars down here. We have... Uh, some very good quality cars and you know just like uh joe and and scott they're going to run asa you know cole went down south and does not look out of place one bit um that should make the guys from around here that have raced and competed and beat him know that they're dealing with some of the best too and and then and can compete with that absolutely i agree wholeheartedly and uh it's going to be really cool news i got a question from a viewer of race time radio knowing that mike was coming on he said joe can you ask mike this question has the tour looked at going to any different tracks of course there is other speedways out in the maritimes miramichi comes to mind and uh, Lake Doucette, uh, there's other tracks. Have you guys looked at maybe expanding out or is it getting to be too many races once again? Um, again, I'm not heavy on the uh, business aspect of it right now, but I would love to see you know us drag down to Yarmouth. They have a long history of racing down there in, in that part of the world. And uh, you know, Sydney is being rebuilt. And, and those guys up there are doing a very good job. And there's been talk of, of a Newfoundland race as well. Uh, I hadn't heard much about Miramichi until you just brought it up. It's been a long time since, since those cars were up there. Uh, I think there was a one-off back when Jason Carnahan ran it. But um, 
prior to that, it was probably 20 or 25 years since, since Mascar was up, up in that Northern New Brunswick region. So yeah, it would be, it would be fun, um, to, to go out on, on some of these other racetracks for sure. Um, but again, it's all the business aspect of it and how many races we can afford to run and how many, how many of these teams can afford to run so many races and that sort of thing. So there's a, there's a, a big ball with many bounces in it before all of that happens for sure. But it would be fun to see. Yeah. And it's called comfortable balance too, right? It, it the way I used to look at it with all star was when I would go to a market what would the market be able to kick back into the series? I don't mean dollars and cents wise. I meant competition wise. Is there drivers from that area? If the series goes there that we would pick up and make the tour bigger. And I guess, you know, that's part of the equation as well. It'd be kind of cool if the sponsor came along and I don't know, laid a carrot out and said, Hey, if you, uh, I don't know if you can run both series uh, we're going to do this award for the top five or something. I don't know. Maybe there's something in there that uh, can excite the guys even more. But uh, it's amazing when there's not enough races, you get the complaint, nah, we haven't got enough shows. Now that they've got enough shows and there's no conflicting dates, let's see what happens now. It's going to be interesting. And like you say, the quality of competition, man, it just doesn't get any deeper than what it does out there in the Maritimes. This is going to be a really good season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's great. Um, you know, we had 10 full-time cars last year, and we've got two or three guys that are talking about running full-time for rookies. Um, and, and I think most of those full-time cars are planning on coming back. Um, and then when we roll into, like, PEI, and, and they bring eight or 10 of their guys that know that, track and every bump and every rock that's in that asphalt or we go to uh gary at speedway 660 and and you get you know i think we took 11 cars up there and they brought 11 cars of their own and the top 10 were split five and five like it was you know messer one which is one of their cars and then it was one of ours one of theirs one of ours like all the way through the top 10 it was it was a fantastic deal and hopefully when we go back there in late may early june this year it'll be very similar we're with mike ledwich he is the director of the east coast international pro stock tour live tonight on race time mike how are you set up for employees for the series how are things looking are you needing anybody that's always a tough one. Uh, my phone's been blown up here the last few days, just trying to finalize a few. We're losing uh, three really solid people this year, and, and we're going to uh, backfill those. And, and you know, we're going to hopefully, hopefully find some some good officials and and bring them along and teach them the way we do some things and and maybe how we operate versus how they've operated in the past and uh and we'll be okay there for sure yeah how's art steve's doing have you seen art along anywhere uh i, I often miss him uh, like where you guys stepped out of the series that's probably when race time radio had stepped in <laughs> and i was there for uh 12 years and now you're back in and i'm out here 
Yeah, it it was that way. I think you guys came along and the, the Sirius XM deal came along probably in 09 and we left in 08. Yeah. And, uh, but it was nice to see you last summer for sure at the IWK. And Art is, uh, Art's wife is fighting a battle here right now and we're praying for Verna and uh, hopefully Art's doing okay. I saw him at one of the races at Anaganish last summer and, and Art and I go way back. I was a uh, he was a hero when I was a kid when he drove, and then he was a hero when uh, I was getting into officiating and he was on the flags. So he's a great guy and, and fun to travel with up and down the road, and, and we wish Art and, and Vert all the best. So many good people involved out there. Uh, a, a great scenario, and I look forward to getting back out to the East Coast and uh, taking in pro stock tour races. Uh, they're going to be something tremendous. How is the sponsorship side of things i know that's not your department uh tara does an outstanding job with it uh but we've always seen good sponsorship on the races uh names of races and stuff or how's that coming along is it all filling in the blanks the, the blanks are filling in real well the big question was east coast international after last year their contract was up and they went through a uh, an ownership change however we were proud to announce that they are back with us again in 2024 they uh they do a wonderful job for us they've sponsored a race car um the the zero car that matt vaughn drove last year and uh uh, they also sponsored your buddy there, number 36, Gary Elliott. And uh, and this year they're stepping up to, to sponsor Chris Hughes out of PEI for, I think, six or seven races with us too. Nice. So it's uh, they're, they're a wonderful group to work with. The, the little bit that I get to, to talk to them, if they let me speak to people, I, uh, I really enjoy them. And I hope that uh, – we do a good job for them in 2024, and they continue in 2025. Well, you are doing a good job. I can attest to that, my friend, watching the way you uh, had everything organized for the races I was out there, uh, just off the hook. And uh, that that's much appreciated, I can tell you that. Uh, I've seen the guys, uh, two of the officials at PRI. Uh, so you keep the staff going. i seen the tech guy. Um, and, and I've seen the guys out there trying to find out the latest, greatest. And that's what you got to do as a tour, right? Those teams are stepping their game up, and you got to stay in lockstep with them. Yeah, we were fortunate to be able to send Timmy and Trevor to, to PRI, um, tech and, and tire guy. And Trevor's probably more than just tire guy. He's tech. He's, he's transponders. He's all kinds of stuff. And, uh, it was a real eye opener for them. And it's always good to keep your contacts, you know, and put a face to the name live and, and that sort of thing. And I'm looking forward to going to two RPM workshops here in a few weeks in Florida and maybe do the same thing. Oh, they're a gas. Uh, took them in for many, many years down at Daytona uh, at the ocean center at Daytona. And then it was the circle track show. That's all done. Now it's all PRI in the workshops, but, uh, You'll have a good time, and you'll be able to gain lots of information there. Practice. When does practice come up for you guys? Does it all start at Scotia again, early May? Yeah, we uh, we haven't nailed down the exact date right now. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but it would it's usually the Mother's Day weekend. I think that they have they have the first practice that gets the frost out of the ground and everything dried up and and all that stuff before uh, before we touch the grounds too bad and. Uh, 
we're we're certainly looking forward to that and then our first race is the long weekend in may yeah let's go well we got lots of time it is still just january uh but yes. uh hey the season will close in quick enough mike this has been great catching up with you my friend uh want to get you back on the show as we get closer uh we'll go through everything and get the fans in the maritimes all set and ready to go for another dynamite series in the east coast international pro stock tour mike thanks so much for the time tonight no problem thank you joe have a good night you betcha that is mike ledwich uh great guy does a great job with the series and by the sounds of it more cars more people more everything is going to be coming at us this year can't wait for the series to uh to get underway uh it's just uh, if you haven't caught one of the series races i know we push the iwk 250 all the time here on race time but absolutely every one of those races in that tour are spectacular none of them are regular racing each and every one of them are a special event all on its own um and you never know who's going to win the race i can guarantee you that from seeing tons of them uh it's always up for grabs the team a tonight will be the winner I can guarantee you the next time out, someone else is going to top whatever that guy did. They'll figure it out, and uh, you'll have a new cast of characters up there. Uh, It's just amazing. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, Kyle Steckley is going to join us. Yet another driver heading for ASA down south. Uh, And we'll catch up with Kyle on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Hello, race fans. This is Jay Dewar, 2010 Lucas Oil Sportsman Cup champion, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, 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 you're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts, sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars, from wings to springs. GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by QuickWick Firestarters, the world's best fire starter. So, how's that rebuild going? Have you got that race car ready to go yet? You still looking for parts? Have you called GSR Parts yet? You want to save some money, right? So you can buy the stuff you need throughout the course of the year. GSR Parts carries all the big name brands along with some parts that are manufactured right on site. Centrally located in Ontario, you can stop by and pick up the parts you need, or they'll ship them nationwide. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, they even carry parts for road course cars. Give Jerry Baker a shout, 226-583-8001. And keep an eye on GSR Parts Facebook page. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music. Influences. Collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. 
making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Andy Gadish, Nova Scotia. I want my if you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now, back with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. Sure, hope you're having a good time tonight. Uh, we're all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. And you may be listening on the Performance Motorsport Network.com. Uh, Steel down south puts Race Time Radio up on his stuff. I'm going to say three or four times a week. Uh, so you can catch it on the Performance Motorsport Network.com or on Rev TV Canada every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can count on Race Time Radio being right here on Rev TV. Uh, we absolutely love it. Good job, Mike and Ed, and absolutely everybody. Beck, give them a little bit, right? <laughs> Just a little inside stuff. What do you say we get back to the Zoom line? And welcome in a driver that continues to uh, put out releases. And this one here really shook the ground. I can guarantee it. Kyle Steckley is with us. What's going on there, Kai, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Doing fantastic. What is this? What's going on now? Look at you go. Now we're going to go ASA racing down south. And uh, you're going to be doing it in the number 30 for Rhett Jones Racing. This is going to be huge, Kyle. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, we've been working on putting it together, and I've been keeping it to myself for the last couple months, but glad we finally got it out there to the public. And, you know, they have a great group down there in North Carolina at Rhett Jones Racing, and I'm just really looking forward to working with them this year. They've got a great program they're building over the past year with Noah Gregson and Looking forward to chasing some super late model wins with them. Kyle, you have done a really good job keeping this one under your hat because normally I get little inkling and I get little birds talking to me all the time. I heard nothing about this at all. Uh, how long has this been in the works? Yeah, well, Noah Gregson came up and raced at Delaware at the end of the year. And at that point, we didn't really know any plans other than we we're looking at going into the nascar canada series and you know continuing what i thought would be my next step and then got talking to noah that final fall brawl weekend and it slowly started there and we end up going to winchester and we we're hanging out with noah and the Rhett jones team there and uh, you know 
met Terry and Casey and all them guys and seen how well they worked there. And we kept talking to them and, you know, we parked beside them down at the, at the snowball derby there and, and was just kind of watching how they were working and everything they were doing. And we were really impressed. And, you know, that's when we started talking about bringing a deal together for next year. And, and they were all for it. They wanted to go super late mall racing. And, you know, it's a huge opportunity for me to get down to the USA where everything's bigger there for racing. So I'm really looking forward to the opportunity. I don't think it could be with a better team. No, I guarantee it. Terry, you finally got to meet Terry Jones. What a gas that guy is. Yeah, he's great. Everything he does for motorsports and that Rhett Jones team, he, he definitely puts a lot into it, and he's got a big passion for racing. And, you know, that's what you need. That's what you're looking for when, when you're wanting to team up with somebody, somebody who loves it as much as you and somebody who wants to win races as bad as you do. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Terry and I go way back. Uh, we've had a lot of fun at Daytona and at the short track level. Uh, Terry Jones, the real deal. I don't know Mark as well as I know Terry. But, uh, yeah, I have met Mark, and he's also a really good dude. You couldn't be hooked up with a better bunch. And really, Kyle, when you look at the landscape at Rhett Jones, uh, you can go from ASA into ARCA, into truck, into they have got the Rudolph planned out there, uh, and they are a growing team. I can see one day where you could stay with that one team and go right to the top. Yeah, I mean, they've got a great program going on there. They have a lot of connections, and racing is all about connections. You know, you need to know you need to know people to get places, and they're right down there in North Carolina where everything is. They've got lots of connections. They've got lots of great stuff. They've got ARCA cars. They've got more stuff in the works. So I think I'm in the right place, and, you know, we'll just keep working with them and see where it takes me. Well, they got the right driver. I can guarantee you that, uh Look back at 2023, Kyle. You did some amazing winning. Not only the championship in APC, but you add in the gold rush. You add in the triple crown. And uh, there was a lot of big races you won. Uh, and that was not by any fluke, man. You worked hard all the way through. The 22 car, your pro late model car, is it going to follow you south or does it stay up here? Uh, in the 30 car you get in down there, is it a new piece or what's the situation there? Yeah, so we're going to keep running our 22 car up here in the APC series as much as we can, as long as, as long as schedules allow us to. And then I'd like to still take it down to do some pro late mall races in the USA, you know, get some experience before we hit them tracks with the ASA series. And, uh, obviously the 30 car is going to be a port city chassis. They've got a couple of them now there at Red Jones Shop. So, you know, I, we're going to keep working with them. I think Port City's doing big things. They're putting in the work to become better. And I think those Hamkey and Fury cars are, are going to have a big push against them here soon. And, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with, with the chassis we're in and, and the team we got and the work they're putting into. You know, I feel we can go and contend for wins right off the bat. How big are those laps that you ran at New Smyrna Speedway back there a while ago with Jet Motorsports? How big are those laps going to be now, right? You've got an understanding of New Smyrna Speedway. Unlike some guys are going to roll into New Smyrna with zero laps, you're going to come in with uh, at least some. And you had a second-place finish that night. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, any track time you can get is really important, and you know, we had a great race with those Jack guys down there in the pro late model. Obviously, it's going to be a bit different in a super late, but we can still 
take take some things and some notes from that race and you know use that to our advantage and you know, i'm still going to spend some more time on i racing practicing and you know get some more laps under my belt we'll work on the car and i think we'll go down there with a with a pretty good notebook as a driver and for the car uh, the red eye is coming up. You know, the red eye got rained out or moved, if you will. It's going to come up on uh, February the 4th now. Uh, I wonder if that might be an opportunity that you'd be able to get down there and run some more competitive laps. Of course, the pro late model versus the super late model in ASA. Uh, we talked about the differences a bit with Joe Lawrence earlier tonight. And Joe said it's not really that bad. It's a it's a switch. You've got more horsepower. You got a little better handling. Uh, but have you jumped from the Prolite model into a super? Yeah, I've driven a super late model. I got to test one a couple weeks ago, so that was cool. And uh, you know they are different for sure. I mean the the pieces on the cars aren't much different other than the motor, but the way you have to drive them, the way you have to set them up and all that comes into account with the, with the more horsepower. So they definitely are different, but uh, you know, I'd like to do the red eye if we could, but I just don't think it's, it's in the books to do it this year. And, and we're going to focus on that first ASA race and, you know, put everything towards that and, and going there and, and uh, you know, we're running the best we can. Well, maybe there's some nights in the World Series that you'll be able to participate in before the 200, right? That, like, there's potential to have that done. I guess if someone was looking for a driver, could you do that? Or now that you're signed with Red Jones, would they allow you to do that? No, I think I could do that. I mean, any any seat time you can get is valuable, and they understand that for sure as well. So, I mean... Rhett Jones is my priority with the APC or ASA series, but obviously if I get a chance to get in another car, that's that's valuable seat time that you can't give up. So, you know, as of right now, we don't have anything else like that set up. We're going to focus on ASA and obviously do a bit of our own stuff up here still, but at the moment there's, there's nothing like that in the works. And that's leading to what I'm going to ask now. As you mentioned, you're going to have the full ASA Stars Tour. That is going to be... Object number one. Number two, you'll come back on this side of the border. You'll jump back into the APC 22 car. Uh, does APC follow you into ASA? Are they coming down with you? Yeah, they are. They've been a huge supporter of me and a huge supporter of, of my racing and Ontario racing in general. And it's cool to see them helping me out and get the opportunity of that next step and you know, they're, they're pushing to have drivers, you know, make it that next step, keep, keep moving up the ranks and, and going that next step further. So to, to see that there's continuing to support me, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that. And uh, it's cool to see these guys like me and Joe Lawrence and, you know, Trayton Labsevich, I'm not sure exactly what he's doing, but Chase Pinson, all, us four guys all came from the APC series. That's where we started. That's where we, we got our experience and, and we did their good that, good there and now we're moving on to the next level so that's something really cool to see and and i know joe's gonna run some apc stuff again this year which is really cool that we don't want to leave our roots because the apc series is really special they've got a really good thing going on there and the racing the competition and the series itself has ran really well so i mean it's cool to see people moving on and the support that apc is giving but a lot of people are still staying and you know continuing to race which is 
which is really big, and I think it says a lot about the APC series. You know, I got a good laugh out of this, uh, and I shouldn't say laugh out of it, but uh, I, I love watching and reading the comments that are on uh, social media, and uh, there's no doubt. Uh, guys like yourself, Kyle, you're going to move on. You're going to be doing different things. Yeah, we'll see you a bit, but we're not going to see you make another run for a championship in APC. Joe Lawrence, sounds like he's going to go down. Somewhat the same. We're going to see him in some APC shows. Not all of them, but uh, we're going to see him every now and then. Uh, you know, the 54 car, Danny Benedict, he made an announcement that he's probably not going to do a full-time ride in the APC series. And I'm looking at some of the, con uh, some of the comments. Oh, no, the series has fallen. Uh, you know, like all these guys are, are leaving. And I just shake my head, but I guess it's the experience that I've got. Uh, but what I found in All-Star, I think back to the days when Tom Walters was our champion. He was our hot dog. And I'll tell you, a lot of fans showed up because Tom Walters was in the pits. Uh, they always knew they were going to get some action when Tom Walters was there. Uh, Robbie Thompson, another hot shoe, right? Robbie, champion, multiple winner gonna step back from the series we got guys like that same thing was happening back then oh the series is gonna drop the series is slowing down in fact it had the reverse impact on the series when the hot dogs step back it opens the door for younger guys uh for newer guys or guys that have been on the doorstep to get in that big win or their first win or a championship it opens the door so for every one of the hot dogs that steps out i was getting five new guys coming in the series never looked brighter after the hot dogs stepped away and i'm not saying you guys are stepping away but you're not going to be there on a full-time basis it's kind of funny when you see that uh how many new guys will step in with an opportunity going good i'm not going to be running for third or fourth or fifth on a winning car. I'm actually going to be able to go for the win because I know that pesky 22 isn't going to be there that night. Yeah, it's it's definitely just part of the racing cycle, in my opinion. You know, a lot of the guys have been in the series a long time. People move on. People do something different. And I know a lot of people are going to be in the series for, you know, their first time this year for a full-time run at it. And I think that's that's really cool to see and you know i'm excited to see where the series goes this year but i know they have a lot of big things planned and you know it's going to be another great year for the apc series i'm sure sure well you got guys like connor pertigo are going to come in now and run at full tilt right that's huge connor pertigo should have been in that series a long time ago but the cards uh, the stars didn't align you got other guys like ray morneau to see ray morneau in that series full tilt wouldn't that be cool uh, Ray's got the potential of being a champion and multiple wins, all of that. And that's just two guys. There's still a lot more that'll be stepping in. I wouldn't write no obituary for the APC series anytime soon, man. Uh, it's a great series. It's going to continue and it's going to get even bigger and better as time rolls on. Uh, how many guys, Kyle, from the 22 team will you take south or is Rhett Jones going to supply all the crew and the whole shot? 
Yeah, it's going to be all their crew and, you know, everything out of the, the Red Jones racing shop is going to be, you know, their own stuff, their own crew, their own cars, all that. And, you know, it's, it's not going to just be an arrive and drive deal, though. I'm going to go down and spend lots of time with the team. I've already been down there helping out on the car. You know, I think that's really important. And, you know, I love doing that just about as much as I love being in the car. So I'll be down in North Carolina lots, helping them out, you know, trying to make it faster, looking forward to testing a lot with them. And, you know, we're going to keep working on this Port City chassis and keep keep making it faster and faster. And, you know, we're, we're going for wins and ideally a championship at the end of the year. So, you know, we're going to work really hard and, and see where it takes us. And that's cool, Kyle, because you do have the ability, you got the expertise to not only drive the car, uh, but you have been that hands-on guy. Uh, your dad, obviously, Scott Steckley, was tied up with the Pinty's cars, and you were the guy putting together the Pro Late Model deal and making sure that car was going to go out and compete. Uh, so you had a lot of weight on your shoulders. I think it's a just a brilliant idea for Rhett's Rhett Jones to have you, uh, you're going to be an asset in more than one way, I can guarantee it. This is going to be kind of a cool deal all the way around. You will want input into that car, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I feel I know what I want in a race car, and, you know, sometimes, you know, it's a lot better when a driver's able to tell you, you want this or you want that or you feel this, you feel that. you got to be able to explain what you're feeling and what adjustments are going to make the car better. So, if I understand what adjustments do what and, you know, how the car works, then it just makes me a better driver and we're able to get the car dialed in on race day. Well, I can see Scott cheering yawn saying, way to go, Kyle. Way to go, son. You're moving up. You're doing this. Uh, how did Penny take it? How did mom take this news? They're both pretty happy. I think dad's struggling a bit not being in the 22 racing shop, but, uh, you know, everything we've always done has been right o- under his control so it's a bit different for sure and and my mom's definitely a little nervous you know i'm gonna be away from home a lot but they both know it's a huge opportunity for me and i'm looking forward to taking and they're supporting me 100 percent. oh they would be i was just uh uh, your mom wouldn't want to see you go but she doesn't want to see you go to flamborough let alone uh head down south i can see (laughs) that she's just a loving mom that's all she is uh kyle uh when you look at race number one uh it's coming up man it's not that far away uh what will you do sim time if you can't physically get on the track is there a simulator that's got new Smyrna on it that you can uh, at least do some stuff yeah i'll be i'll be on the simulator for sure we actually have got a little bit of testing in at new Smyrna, which is really huge and uh you know gonna go down to the shop here before the race and you know put the finishing touches on it with the guys and and look everything over. I think we got to go over some notes, go over some past races with the spotter. I'm going to be working with Jeff Gottler, so I'm really excited for that. And, uh, you know, we're just going to do everything we can to be 100% prepared for that first race. And, you know, just because it's the first race with the team, I'm, I'm confident we can still go out there and, and run well. And, you know, I think I'm looking for a top five that first race against some of the best guys out there. It would be a huge accomplishment for our team. So, you know, we're just going to go to work, make sure we can have everything 100% and, be ready for that first one in New Smyrna because it's a short 10 race series and, and you got to come out hitting on hitting all cylinders at every race. So. Oh, yeah. That 200 is going to be 200 qualifying laps, as uh, I've been told. Uh, final question for you tonight. Are you going to be in any NASCAR Canada races or can you see that happen 
Uh, you got ASA, you got APC. Are you going to have room for any Fendi's races? I really hope so. You know, I enjoy those cars. I've been around that series forever. And I really hope I can get in the car for a couple races here and there. And, you know, we don't have anything finalized there yet. I know I can't do the Delaware race, which is really unfortunate. But, uh, you know, we're looking into it and trying to put together some some sponsorship and, and some marketing partners for, for the NASCAR Canada series. And hopefully we can run a couple races. I really had a lot of fun at us weekend. So we'll see what we can do. But I'm sure that you'll see me at at least one or two races in the NASCAR Canada series here in 2024. Yeah, you're going to be a busy cat. Kyle, thanks so much for the time. Congratulations on all the news. And you know, I'm going to be bugging the hell out of you to get you back on the show and update us all the way through. Kyle, congratulations, man. Anytime. Thank you, Joe. Have a good night. You bet. That's Kyle Steckley. Oh, it's going to be one exciting season for this individual. We win. Race fans win again. We see stuff like this happening. Uh, it's going to be incredible. But we are plumb done at a time here tonight. Got to thank Susie Q right here on the Race Time Radio studio. Ed, Mike, everybody at Rev, Scotty, everybody in Toronto, and absolutely to every one of you for tuning in to Race Time Radio as you do each week. And we will see you again next week, Sunday night, 7 p.m., pardon me, 5 p.m. Eastern, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Have a good night, everybody. All right, man, you're ready to go. Welcome to Race Time. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.